Welcome back to another episode of the ByWord Show. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're talking about a topic that I honestly wish was talked about so much more, and that is faith in business, faith in the workplace. And I've got the perfect person here to talk to us about that, and it's Grace McGowan. Would you please introduce yourself to those who don't know you? Yes. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. Um, like Hannah said, my name is Grace. I live in Dallas. I have been here for about a year. I'm originally from Ohio, um, and I own a digital marketing agency, um, which has been in business for about a year and a half now. So um, yeah, I get to do a lot of social media management, marketing, marketing strategy, and all of that good stuff. And then, you know, as Hannah said, I, um, I have kind of learned the ropes and, you know, I'm still in the journey of learning how to really incorporate faith into business and to do that well. And um, so, yeah, super excited to chat today. I love what you do. I think it's really special. And I love how you do talk a lot about how you incorporate your faith and your business. And it's just like, seems to be a very organic thing for you. That's just become natural and part of what you do. Um, but I'm, I'm just curious, like, how has that been for you? Faith in business? And how do you think the two can kind of go together? Yeah, totally. Um, I think I was definitely blessed in kind of the beginning of my journey. So my, you know, business days really started out as just like a, a blog and kind of a way for me to write on the internet. And that's how I got my start in writing and then, you know, slowly started to help um, female business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, so, you know, my, my beginning days were a lot of talking about faith and, and my journey and all of that stuff. And so that naturally kind of like allowed me to recognize, oh, wow, I really enjoy writing. I really enjoy marketing. And I think I can do this for other people. So, you know, I, I definitely like, as opposed to starting a business and then incorporating faith, I really started with the faith aspect and then created it into a business. So I would definitely, you know, consider myself um, lucky in that regard because it made that, you know, organic conversation. Um, but I think that, you know, it's possible for anybody and it's possible to sprinkle in, you know, your faith and not make it overbearing. And I think that's what a lot of people fear. Um, and so I've learned a lot about, you know, okay, I, I have some clients who are Christians and that's awesome. And then I have some who are not at all, but I kind of get to show up as myself, regardless of who I'm in front of and serve them in, in the way that I can. That is really cool. And I do think it really... It really is a bit easier when you start off with a foundation, you know, like knowing I'm going to build my business with faith incorporated, like that's a core part of who I am and what I do. And, um, and so I think that's really cool, especially for those people out there who are listening, who want to start a business or who are in the beginning stages of business. It's really cool that if that's something you want to be a part of it, like you can just start from the very beginning and it can be just a really natural progression. Um, do you, th have you seen people or do you have experience working with clients or just maybe talking with friends who are at a point in their business where they maybe started it without faith as a core or central theme and have been able to incorporate it? I mean, totally. Yeah. I think it's, um, you know, you have to start slow. Like I always, I think a lot of people feel really intimidated, like, oh, what I do isn't like Christian based. Therefore I can't talk about it. Or if I do, I'm going to like lose business or be, you know, shoving it down people's throats. And you can really do things in like very small you know, casual ways. Um, so I have my personal account where, where I show up as an entrepreneur, I show that part of my life, I show the work that I do. Um, but then I have my company account as well. And so I'm not, you know, 
showing my morning scripture reading every day, but I still am able to kind of sprinkle those things in, in a, in an authentic way, because I'm showing up as myself. And, and this is coming from somebody whose business is now not even remotely, you know, Christian based. Um, what I do for people is not necessarily evangelization. I'm helping them market their businesses, but um, there are still ways to kind of sprinkle that in. And I know a lot of people feel really intimidated by that. And so they feel like, you know, if they're going to have this Christian presence online with their business, they need to come out and, you know, share all of their beliefs and this and that. Um, But I think, you know, as Christians, like our job is not to be like over the top, like, about every single thing we believe our our job is to, you know, love people and and show the example in small things. And so I think the same thing really comes down to, um, you know, with social media. So if you're in conversation with somebody and you're like, Oh, I was, I was praying this morning and da, 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 da. And it can be a really casual story. The same thing can go for social media. It doesn't have to be this big, like, you know, I don't know, ceremony where you like speak your faith to everybody and announce that you're a Christian and all of this. Like, that's not what you would do in normal conversation. And so I don't think it's what you need to do as a business owner either. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I know you mentioned that fear and intimidation that some people can have bringing faith into the business world because it can seem very separate. But I think the way you explained it, it's not, it's not about <laughs> going out and just like, blatantly sharing the gospel or preaching a message along with your business practices. It's just, it can be as simple as the way we treat people. And I think that's so special because I feel like those are the kind of things that actually stand out to people who aren't believers. Like they can probably tell a difference when they are treated with with such love and kindness, um, which is really a special thing about our faith. Um, But have you experienced much of the fear and intimidation side? Like, how do you feel like we can get over that. Cause I feel like that's probably a really big hurdle for most people who may be hesitating to mix faith and business. And I would say like, I, I feel like I keep going back to this, but just start small. Um, I can remember one moment where I was like, Ooh, like, should I do this? Should I not like a client who I, um, it was like a, a coaching client, um, of mine. So not somebody I worked with super long, not somebody I knew super well, but they had told me about a really hard thing that they were going through. And, and I knew that they weren't a believer and I told them that I was going to pray for them. And it's, I think it's in, in things like that, where, you know, you have to stretch yourself almost in those kinds of small, small ways before you can maybe be really bold about it. And that's okay. Those, those moments still, you know, really matter. Um, so I would just come down, you know, let yourself kind of take a backseat and think about, okay, how can I embrace people? while also being true to myself and what I believe in. Um, and, you know, don't, don't come up with this, this crazy idea of evangelization. Um, you know, ultimately, yes, that's what we're called to. But maybe if your business isn't Christian based, or that's not the mission of the business, you don't have to like scheme and kind of create that you can evangelize in in small ways. And those ways are important. And it doesn't mean that you're not um, a good Christian, you know, if anything, I feel like that's, that's a more, um, I don't know, kind way to kind of go about it when you don't know the people who are, who are in front of you and kind of what stage they're at and maybe what support they are or aren't wanting. Yeah, that totally makes sense because I think it can just become this really complicated thing. If we start thinking of all these things that we need to do in order to be, you know, like, on mission in business. And it really doesn't have to be that complicated. I think that's really special. Like just being able to say that you can pray, that you're going to pray for someone like that can have 
a huge impact on somebody, just knowing that you care about them outside of just what you're doing with, as far as working with them. That's just so cool. Um, have you ever experienced people getting uncomfortable with you mentioning faith or like how, how has that side been? Have you ever gotten any kind of backlash for sharing your faith when it is in a context of your business? Honestly, I don't think so. Um, like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the kind of like outward, um, faith sharing that I do is on my personal profile, um, where I talk about business. I talk about faith. I talk about mental health, all of that good stuff. And, and I think that people kind of just expected that of me. And so, you know, now, um, being more of an entrepreneur and and having my business grow and expanding beyond those initial people who knew me showing up in, in a Christian sense. Um, there is definitely probably some, some shock that are not even shock there, but just like, Oh, I don't believe the same things as she does. Um, but I feel like I, I can honestly say I have not received any like, you know, hate or anything like that, which has definitely been a blessing. And I think that part of that is because I haven't made it my mission to only work with Christians. Um, and I think that that's, that's important. And yes, there are people who are called to, to, to do that and have a Christian based business, but you don't have to have a Christian based business to be an entrepreneur and to bring light to the world. Yeah, that's, that's a really cool way to look at it. And I actually have experienced similar things. Like I've never had someone say anything hateful or unkind to me about the way I run my business and incorporate faith. Like I've had conversations with people who are nervous about speaking up about their beliefs because they don't want people to come after them. But I don't think it's as harsh as people assume it might be to start talking more about what we believe in our faith and just being open about that, especially on social media. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out too. Cause it, I mean, I know it may not be the case for every single person, every single time, but for those who are listening, who are nervous about maybe talking more about your faith and your beliefs and your business, um, or even in your personal life, doesn't even have to be in the business context. Like let it be hopeful and encouraging to you that it doesn't have to be as scary as you think. And people are probably not going to come after you. Um, it might actually be really encouraging to somebody who's watching you. Um, so yeah, you just never know who it could reach by you just being genuine and authentic and sharing your own story and your own faith. That's so funny. Um, I actually, so, you know, this like past weekend was Easter and there was like an influencer duo, like husband and wife that I follow. And they ended up posting something. They, they are not like Christian um, outwardly, typically. And so they posted something and said, you know, like, happy Easter, hallelujah, he's risen, all that good stuff. And I went and looked at the comments just because, oh, my gosh, they just kind of announced or, you know, proclaimed the gospel, whatever. And they've never done that before. Like they might be getting a lot of hate right now and good for them for pushing through that. But I ended up looking at the comments and I kid you not, it was flooded with, oh my goodness, so excited to see that you're a believer. Da, da, da. Like, I mean, thousands of comments, just encouraging them in, in sharing their faith. And even a couple that were like, I don't, I'm not a believer, but I'm glad that you feel comfortable sharing your beliefs and things like that. And I'm like, wow, what a good testament to the fact that things we hold so closely and fear actually probably have a really good outcome and can greater connect us with people. Wow. That's such a perfect example of this. Cause yeah, I feel the same way. Like you just, you just never know 
who you could even encourage by sharing your faith. Like there may be someone else who's scared about sharing their faith and it can be the most simple things. Like I've heard stories of people just encouraging someone, like saying that they would pray for them. And that person is prompted to be like, wow, I can't believe you are bold enough to say that because I've been struggling in my faith with fear and things like that. And it's just, it's so cool how the smallest things really can spark that faith in someone else as well. So I, I just love that. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this because I know there's been a lot of conversations lately about hustle culture and people like, you know, just millennials and wanting to turn their passions into careers and all these things. But I really do think there's something deeper here that I, I really am loving that there's starting to be more conversations talking about, but, um, it's that, do you think our work and our purpose are connected? That's such a good question. And I love that this conversation kind of is arising, um, in, in the world. Um, I think yes and no. I feel like First of all, purpose has been so misconstrued um, as in like you have one moment in your life where you shine and that is your purpose and you are here to like, you know, create this like ultimate whatever. And it, and it all leads up to this one thing that you do. And while yes, like there are there are big moments in our lives that really matter and where we do really cool things. I think that our purpose is in every single day. I think you, you know, have purpose in holding the door for your neighbor. And I think you have purpose in returning your cart at the grocery store and being kind to the cashier. And I think there's a lot more purpose than we than we recognize. And I think purpose is yes, bigger than we recognize, but also smaller, if that makes sense. And so um, yeah, I think we all have purpose in our work, but I don't think that our work has to be, and especially as, as entrepreneurs, as creatives, as people who love what we do, I am so guilty of letting that become my main identity. And, you know, the world needs us in other places, in other roles, in other, you know, moments of purpose. And so, um, yeah, I think there's purpose in your work, no matter what you do. Um, but I also think there's a lot of other purpose that we are missing out on by kind of placing this priority over these huge moments and these huge goals and accomplishments that we are setting out for, which which aren't bad, but there's just, I think, a lot more to it that we're missing. Right. That makes sense. And I totally agree with you. I think that if we make our work our purpose, which I'm speaking from experience here, it just puts all this unnecessary stress and pressure to get it right or to be successful or to make the money or to like hit all of these goals when really that's not, that's not purpose embodied, you know, like there, like you said, there's so much more to it. And I feel like the more that I've gotten into this and kind of dissected it in my own life, I've just realized that purpose is more about who you are. And if you, if you find purpose in that, then who you are in every role that you play is purposeful. So it doesn't matter if you're at work. It doesn't matter if you're a mom. It doesn't matter if you're being a friend to someone. Like everything can be purposeful if you just know who you are and you can live, quote, on mission <laughs> in everything you do. You know, I love having that conversation too. And I'm so glad it's coming up more because I feel like as entrepreneurs, especially, and you mentioned this, it is so easy to get caught up in that and just get burnt out or feel stressed or feel the pressure of it. And honestly, it can take a toll on your mental health. And I know that's something you talk about a lot. Um, so would you just speak to that? Like, how do you think that we can, well, number one, talk about that more? Cause I feel like that's something that's not really discussed in the world of business is our mental health. Um, 
but do you have experience or advice for how we can better take care of our mental and even spiritual health as entrepreneurs? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many things here. And honestly, I, I say all of all of the following things I'm about to say, I know them to be true because I have faced very intense seasons of burnout and, and failure and um, just straight up struggling. Um, so yeah, totally. I think that as a business owner, it's really easy to neglect everything except for your business. And that includes, you know, yourself, your health, your, your well-being and your social life and, um, and your spiritual life. And so, yeah, I think that the, the number one thing I can think of and, and something that truly I'm working on right now in a, in a midst of a busy season is just getting my life back and recognizing that, you know, working, let's say 12 hours a day is not going to get me to where I want to go. It's, you know, my getting your to-do list done at the end of the day is so much less important than like balancing your life and eating three meals and getting outside and doing the things that you need to like make you a functioning, healthy, happy human. Um, I know I've had days where, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got so much done and I worked, you know, for so long because I had so much on my to-do list. And at the end of the day, I sit there like, what did I really accomplish today? I feel drained. I feel tired. I feel far from God. I feel like I haven't really taken a second to take a breath today. And those days are so empty. And and that's not where we find purpose. Like going back to that conversation, that is just not it. Um, and in the long run, that leads to much worse than just, oh, I'm tired. That leads to I'm depressed and anxious and you need to escape the world and I'm exhausted and and not doing well. And so, you know, I've had I've had periods of that. I had about a year where I worked way harder than than any human should. And I ended up burning out really bad and had to move home and and, you know, was in therapy and all of these things um, in just a really low point. And I looked back and said, okay, was my success, and truthfully, there wasn't any, um, was that worth my, you know, my mental health and my spiritual life and my happiness? And the answer is always no. So I think, you know, going back to, okay, yes, this business that I, that I run and this thing that I love is a good thing. But we have to keep it a good thing by making it the not only good thing in our life. You know, when we have nothing else to show for ourselves, it's not worth it. So um, and that goes back to, you know, your purpose is not just found in your work. It's not. And when we begin to to think that way and act that way, um, we are relying so heavily on the success of that business because we have nothing else for ourselves to keep us fulfilled. And that's not what God wants. Um, that's truly probably at the end of the day, not what we want either. Um, but I think it's so easy to kind of get stuck in that because we we feel so connected to our businesses and excited about them, which is good. Like I said, starts as a good thing and kind of becomes something that is um, that is a struggle. That, so many good things in there. And you're just so right. I feel like I have experienced that so many times where I've just put all my eggs in one basket, just all my hope and all my purpose is riding on this one thing and this job and this career that I'm building. And you're right. It can be the most productive day ever. And at the end, like what really do we have to show for it? If that's all we've got going and that's all we're pouring our energy and attention and time into, um, there are just so many other things that are also important. And so 
what are some things that you've done to kind of protect yourself and your business and keep the joy in there and, and things like that? Like, are there some practical things that you would recommend? Yeah, definitely. And like, I, I say all of this and am still not even remotely close to perfect at this. And, you know, it's funny that we're recording this right now because this has been a week where I have not prioritized myself. And, and so I feel like I'm like so passionate about this, but also like I am still there in kind of the messy middle of it and trying to figure out how to do that better. Um, so, you know, please know that I, I am not a pro. I've definitely had seasons where I'm like on top of the world, taking good care of myself and living my life and all this balance and all that. But there are other times where I'm, you know, like, come on, Grace, you can do better. And this week is one of those weeks. So hear me loud and clear in that. But um, yeah, I think a big thing for me has been getting outside, um, like taking a walk, breaking up the work day. I work from home. So, you know, I, I have a dog now, which is the best thing ever because I like have to go outside and let him out, you know, throughout the day. But before that, I would have days where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's dark out. It's 8 p.m. and I have not stepped foot outside. And that is a problem. Um, so yeah, I think getting outside and just like, even if it's just like a 10 minute walk, even on busy days, you have 10 minutes to spend for yourself. And so kind of taking advantage of those moments. Um, this is going to sound so simple, but eating, eating lunch, like you know, there have been so many days where I'm just like, oh, I have, I have another meeting in 15 minutes and I don't have time, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't care if you have to like eat a piece of toast, like eat a lunch <laughs> of some sort. Oh my gosh. Um, and that's something I'm definitely getting better at. And I realize I feel better when I do these things. Um, and then I actually, this has probably been kind of a practice in my life for about like six months now, but it has been the biggest game changer, I think, of all. Um, when I wake up, I have to have 60 minutes before I look at my computer. I have to. And so 30 of those minutes are spent in prayer. And then 30 minutes are spent, you know, getting ready, maybe making myself breakfast, um, putting on a little makeup, who knows, like taking my dog out, whatever it is. Um, I have an hour of time for me before I pour into other people. And, you know, having that time that a lot of time with God and just to kind of get myself ready for the day, um, has been such a huge game changer. Yeah. Those are all really good. And I love that idea of giving yourself that time in the morning before you rush into work, because I have found the same thing to be true for me. And especially now that I'm a mom, I just, it's just not good for me. If I wake up and I'm constantly thrown into work mode, I just, I am just not operating at my best. If that's my first <laughs> thing of the day, you know? So I think that's really so, so easy to implement, you know, like, just like you said, everybody can spend at least 10 minutes a day, just doing something to care for themselves. And it just really protects that time. And I feel like at least for me, I found when I am more intentional about caring for myself and making sure I'm prioritizing the right things, as far as my mental health, my physical health, and even resting, my work is always more productive and fulfilling anyway. And so I think that's such a simple thing we can do to start really prioritizing the right things. And you guys have heard me say this a million times and I will keep saying it. I'm just such a believer that it's so much better to build your business in a way that you'd want to maintain it rather than hustling and then getting there and realizing, I don't like this. This is not working for me. I'm way too busy. I have no social life and things need to change, you know? So it may be a different timeline than the world, but I think it is so important 
to prioritize the right things along the way um, because it will make getting there so much better and so much more fulfilling when, like you said, you have those other things to show, like your relationships with people and with God and your health, mental health, all of those things. So before we close, I'm just curious to know, is there anything that you would say to the woman who is really struggling to find the meaning in her work in the season or just really struggling with mental health and working really hard? Just what would you say to her? Yeah, that's so good. Um, I feel like, honestly, I think everything comes down to like, and you kind of just touched on this, like nothing really great is built overnight. Nothing. Um, and I think that, you know, whether you are in a corporate job or whether you are self-employed building a business, like it takes a while to get to the place that you really want to be. And I think that, you know, we have to give ourselves grace on that journey and kind of invite God in and say like, you know, where the heck am I going? And, and the seasons in between are like, not always glamorous, not always beautiful. But knowing that like the end, you know, result like will be awesome, and it will be fulfilling. Um, and so I think that's definitely like a huge thing. And then also just kind of jumping back to our conversation earlier. If you're not feeling purpose in your work right now, that is okay. Like, like I said, it's not always meant to be glamorous. But make sure that you have those other things in your life lined up that can give you purpose when you need it. So, you know, your relationships, your mental health, your relationship with God. Yeah, maybe your work is lacking. So you, you know, kick it up in other areas to really make sure that you are, you know, a happy and healthy human. Um, and I feel like that's definitely something we have to like learn how to do. Um, and, you know, sit in the uncomfortability and, um, go, go back to the other things that we can rely on in that time. That's so good. Thank you so much. I just really appreciate watching the way that you run your business. It's very genuine. It's just so true to the hope that you have in Jesus. And I think it's just so special that we can even do that in the business world. And so I'm really excited for all that you're doing. Um, and can you please tell everyone where they can connect with you from here? Totally. Um, yeah, you can find me, um, my personal account at Lecha Lightshine, L-E-T-C-H-A Lightshine. And then my business is cheerscreative.co. So would love for you guys to head on over there and hang with me. You guys definitely need to go and connect with Grace. She is amazing. And it's just really fun to watch the way she does faith and business. So if you need some encouragement or some ideas, she's your girl. And trust me, you will love following along with her. But thank you, Grace, so much for being here today. I so appreciate you sharing your time and your story with us. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. This conversation was a blast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.